This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Judd, you came up earlier in the week, my <laughs> high school group chat of friends. Somebody sent me a clip of you calling Kat a uh, losing personality <laughs> on yes. some show. And I was like, I cannot wait to get more details on uh, your rant and why you're so anti Carl Anthony Towns. You know why? Because it's eight years in, and nothing's changed as far as in in a league where there is no doubt in my mind. You know, star players can carry the, the day completely. Yeah. Yep. Um, we were doing so. Phil, who's a big Wolves guy, was doing the math, and I believe he has Carl in fifteen playoff games, including game one against Denver, with seven complete clunkers. Jeez. Just not like sort of bad games, terrible playoff games. Um, there always seems to be excuses. He's just a guy. I, do, I don't think, I think he's a lot cause he's super talented, but mm-hmm. I think he's a lot like cousins. I think it's just sort of this meh personality. Um, there are certain guys as Tom will, will attest to too, because you know, there were guys on the 87 and 91 twins who are the 180 of this, but there are certain guys that are competitors and winners and not just really good athletes, but they're wired right. And then I think there's guys like Cousins and Cat who are just always going to have a problem taking that next step, even though they're so damn talented. That's why. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the the, the self proclaimed leaders. I think that is something that he puts yes. on himself, where it's definitely Anthony Edwards' team, and he still insists that he is the leader, even though he's not. I don't think he's got the like you're saying the personality or necessarily the skill set to be the best player on a championship team. A hell of a number two option, but when your max money is what like you're getting paid, you're expected to do a lot more. If you have to go around telling us that you lead, right? This is my team. I'm going to talk to my team. You know what, Tom? Did Kent Herbeck ever get up to a microphone and say, this is my team, I'm going to no. go talk to my... No, he didn't. No. He just chewed them out, dropped some F-bombs, and they got in line. My great story, and I'm sure I told you guys before, but my my favorite story of Kent Herbeck is I said something about the 87 Twins. No, I think it was the 91 Twins. Mm-hmm. I said something about them was not very positive. There were some some things they were doing I didn't care for and blah, blah, blah. I went, I just think this is a bad idea and blah. It's just, I wish they'd stop. I find it obnoxious. So then I go into the clubhouse and I discover <laughs> that all the twins are very pissed off at me, right? Oh, They're really okay. mad. And I'm right in the middle of the whole thing. And no one will look at me. They won't talk to me. They just turn their back on me. Then all of a sudden I hear a Herbeck and Beck. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? <laughs> Just to poke the bear, he gets, tries to be a smart ass. He's another guy, man. Think the world of Herbeck. What a great guy. And I better name that street after him out there in Bloomington. I love that. But, yeah, you just don't I, – I think you have a problem if you have to go around telling people, you know, Kirby Puckett, Game 7, right? Game mm-hmm. seven ninety one walked in and said, get on my back. Yep. He did he didn't have to he didn't have to like announce to the world he was going to do that. I just there, there's a there's a, it's a big leap for me personally from guys who are super talented to guys who are super talented but also have that gene where people want to follow them. And yeah. I don't think guys yep. like Cousins and Cat have that. I just don't. I think you're right on the money with that whole situation. They got the talent. They're smart. Oh, yeah. 
I just, I just, they don't have that one thing that it takes to say, hey, you know, and you can't take it away from Brett Favre. He had it, not when he was with the Vikings, of course. What a shock. <laughs> the one year he didn't have it. That place sucked to this day. I'm just telling you. It wrapped up that New Orleans game. Oh, yeah. That was just, I don't even want to talk about it. it it's still a sore spot. Did, did, you, did you really just bring up the 2009 NFC Championship game? Maybe. Oh, my. <laughs> Speaking of nobody wanting to talk to Tom. <laughs> exactly. Now nobody oh, does. My nobody wants to talk to Tom anymore. It's absolutely true. Uh well, Tevin, I don't think has heard this story. I think I told you guys yesterday, but when I was still down hanging out with Catherine before I came back home, we're out at the beach having some dinner, and two tables over is Kirk Cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, Catherine said, that can't be him. And I said, I showed the picture on my phone. I said, that's definitely him. Look at the picture. She goes, he's tiny. See, I don't think a lot of people don't understand that Kirk Cousins is not a big guy. Well, not even just Kirk Cousins. Like, a lot of NFL players aren't necessarily as, like, don't get me wrong. There are some that are just huge individuals, but it's not every single position on the football field. There are some that you would walk by on the street and you'd never know that they're in the NFL. And that's what she she just would not be convinced that that was Kirk Cousins. And it's like, no way. And I said, I'm telling you. She goes, well. If it's Kirk Cousins, why aren't you going over there saying hello to him? I said, I'm not going to do that. She goes, why not? And I said, she said, you talk about him all the time. And I said, yeah, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, Kirk, what's up? Yeah, Tommy here. I rip you all the time. <laughs> I just rip you nonstop. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think you're that good personally, but, I mean, have a great night. Great meet, Great seeing you. Take a swim. If you would, but I will say one thing, and I don't know, if, I don't know who he was. It might have just been uh, somebody he works with or whatever. But honest to God, I looked at the woman he was with and go, "She's from Minnesota. She had long blonde hair, these blue eyes. I mean, she was a Minnesota woman all the way." So I don't know if he's married or who yeah, he, yeah, he's married. Yes. I think that sounds like his wife. Very blonde, yeah. long blonde yep. hair. Yep, and yeah. Kirk. I mean, he's not the type of person I think that uh, is. Taking his mistress down to no, 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 not at all. It, they were very comfortable with one another. Yeah, it wasn't one of those kind of deals at all. But yeah, it's like she's from Minnesota. I don't even know who she is, but she sure as hell looks like it. Julie, right? I I think that that's his wife's name. I think I think they're, yeah. I think I think she's from, if Michigan? I'm not mistaken, Michigan. Yeah, because yeah, they that's probably right. met. Yeah, well, he was at Michigan State. Or yep. Yeah, yeah, it works for me. So I uh, thank you for your text message. I didn't get it till this morning because I had a big day yesterday. I went to bed early, but yeah, that was a tough loss, man. Oh, and <laughs> how, oh. Ser- seriously, how do you go into Fenway Park, Fenway yeah. Park, and score two runs uh, until you you get two in the tenth? But that's obviously with the guy on second base to start the inning. Right. How how do you, seriously you got to work to score two runs there? Yeah, I agree. I agree. A little it, frustrated. Very, very, because Boston is not good. No, and Chris Sale was good, but as we talked about yesterday morning, yep. he wasn't pitching great before. And they here's my problem, Tom. Their pitching right now is too good to waste it. And like, I agree. Son, yep. Sonny Gray, to start the game last night, was not good, but you know what he is? He's a veteran. So he he didn't pitch particularly well. But he also didn't get hammered, so yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating. And and uh, did you know catcher's in- interference could be declined? 
Did you see that play, you guys? Yes. Yep. I had no idea. Yep, it can be. They, I, and I don't know why that is. Do you know why they decided to do that? I don't know when. I don't know if it's a long standing thing. I had no idea that in baseball you could decline something. <laughs> and why would you decline yeah, catcher's inter- like interference in the first right. place? So so they called it and and what's weird is as soon as the batter's uh as soon as the bat hit the catcher's glove, they call they call it. So I assumed that the play's dead cuz the umpire, you know, comes yeah. out from behind home plate and announces that it's catcher's interference. But what's weird is, so obviously the guy swung, right? So the ball, he hit it, and it dribbles down to third base where Miranda, the third baseman, makes a off-target throw to Solano. So Solano came off first base, and as this happened, nobody covered third. So the guy on on first went from uh, went from first to third. Okay. Now, the reason why they declined it is because... If they hadn't declined it, it's first and second. Right. Gotcha. And then the guy on third, of course, scores. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense then. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't look at the standings this morning. Uh, where is Cleveland? I'll find that for you right now. I meant to look at this last night. I, I did, too, to and I forgot to do it. Well, when yeah. I got up this morning, I was going to look at it, and I didn't do it. Uh, I don't need any. I don't need Cleveland getting any closer to the Twins than they already were. They are a game and a half back. They are nine and nine. The Twins are ten and seven now. Ten and seven is still like the second best record in baseball. Is it dropped down to third now? Uh, Texas is, or, or I'm sorry, Tampa is fif- uh, fifteen and three. Excuse me. Right. Um, it looks like Texas is eleven and six. That's six forty seven for a winning percentage. Toronto six eleven. So it's about the fourth best w- winning percentage. So it's it's fourth tied. Best. Yeah. Yes, yep. in the American League, Tom. That makes sense. We went from second, uh, but that that Tampa Bay thing was so weird. Thirteen wins in a row from Tampa. That team is not very good. That's the weird part of it. It's baseball, man. It is. We baseball. talked about this. It's just baseball. Yeah. It's just this yeah. weird sport. It's what makes it fun. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. And I was. I'm going to try to get to. I don't. Know, although the weather's going to suck, I can't go sit in an outdoor stadium when it's 45 degrees. Man, it's just too cold. Can we please? Get a get something between eighty and forty. <laughs> Is that a, can we get a sixty degree day? Like just a normal sunshine. It doesn't need to be super warm. Just a sixty degree day to watch a ball game. I don't. I don't need eighty yet. Right. But I sure as. But I'm with you. I sure as hell don't want forty. You know, Thursday, forty five. Yep. Friday. 43. Saturday, 39 for a high. Oh, you know, God. can we just get something oh, in between? Twins game. I'd like to go to a Twins game. And you guys Not tried going. to call me sugar tits last week when <laughs> I complained about the weather, but I'm hearing a lot of a lot of pushback for going well, to sitting outside in the cold right I'm now. I'm in town right now, so I got to <laughs> piss and moan as much as I can. That's what it is. No, wait. I tell you what, though. My neighbors uh, and I sat in our driveway last night. They were drinking a little wine. I was having a little bottle of water, and it was, uh, I think, 56 degrees. A little bit of a breeze, but it was very, very nice to just sit out. It was very nice. And by the way, I want you and Phil to come. I'm going to set up a deal probably toward the end of May, something like that. Because every Friday, my neighbors and I, Catherine and I, get together, and we sit in somebody's driveway. It changes. 
and we schmooze and sometimes we grill or order food or whatever. But I want to set up a deal with everybody from the show to come over so you can meet them. And I was telling Rudy and Brittany this earlier this morning, I love it when I say something like, yeah, I was talking to Mike. Oh, yeah, I know Mike. Mike and Susan, yeah, they're great people. I say, I, I just like people getting to know one another because when you talk about something, oh, I know who you're talking about mm-hmm. now. It's right. a much better world that way. So I will let you guys know, give you, what, a couple of couple of weeks head, head start? You could tell Perfect. me tomorrow I know. for five yeah. minutes from tomorrow, and I'd, yeah, that works. As long as I can bring the baby, I'll yep. come, come. No babies allowed. <laughs> Pass that baby around. I don't want to hold her while You're I'm there. You're a big enough baby the way it is. That's all I'm having to say. I'm fine with Why that. are you wearing a Mets hat today? Uh, because of this, okay? It's going to sound weird. I'm not a Mets fan. I don't care about the Mets. It it is a it's a long time ode to Oscar Madison and the Yacht Couple. Oh, I love Oscar Madison and the Yacht Couple. That was a great Oscar, show. Oscar, who always wore who 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 always wore a Mets hat, and yes, that was a fantastic show. So I'm love looking at two show. guys on the screen right now. I'm sitting uh, in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. I'm on the third floor. And as I look up, Tevin's to my left. He's not wearing a hat. Nope. Brittany's to my right. She's not wearing a hat. But the two guys who are wearing baseball caps in front of me on the monitor, one is uh, the Mets and the other one is Montreal. In my defense, my team doesn't exist anymore. That doesn't. That's so, exactly yes, they that's true. They are not in the league. So, uh, <clears throat> but I'm just a big fan of vintage logos. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. So I like the, I'm, I've been really trying hard to find an old Quebec Nordiques hat right now. Because that was a great logo. Oh, and then yeah, also the Hartford Whalers. Man, remember that old W back in the day? The North Stars? I have the North Stars tattoo, or the emblem tattooed on my arm. Do you really? Yeah. So I've been, I, I'm a big vintage logo guy. Yeah. We're going to have to have Louie Nanny come into studio, and you got to show him that. Matter of fact, i got to get Louie Nanny in studio. Although he's not in town much anymore. He doesn't live here anymore, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, I should get him in because he, he would love you having that North Star tattoo, man. No doubt. Tattoos go too far. Sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. Hats? Yeah, I'm all for hats. I can't do a tattoo, man. I am far too big a wimp. Well, well, here's the thing. I only tattoo uh, teams that can't come back and disappoint me. No, there you go. You know what I mean? Good like, idea. The people who get the Minnesota Vikings emblem oh. tattooed on them, I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, Every no. year, it's just one more disappointment. You might as well get an ex-girlfriend's name on you. I'm talking about pain. I'm oh, talking about the pain. Oh, I'm not sure. talking not the about the, the team. I'm, I'm talking about I'm far too big a wimp from a pain standpoint. Well, they do have lotions now that you can use that it actually it takes it away. It's like a Novocaine. Yeah, the numbing. Oh, really? Yeah. The numbing cream. Yeah. yeah, you can't even feel getting a tattoo. Wow. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No idea. You know what we should do, John? What's that? We'll call. We'll call up Donald Trump. Tell him we're coming over, and we'll both get New Jersey generals tattoos. What do you say? <laughs> I love. That's a great idea. <laughs> a We've always Wednesday. had these. We've that's always a- had this tattoo, Donald. And I'll tell you. And didn't he? Didn't he claim his name was like John Barron? That he didn't even admit it was him that bought the team. Remember that? Yeah. What was that in relate? Was that the team? I'm trying to think back, but yeah, he called somebody or he did something, and you're right. And, yes. and you know, it's it's Trump's voice, right? Not mistakable. <laughs> and he kept trying to say yes. it was, you know, I'm John Barron. And they're like, Hey, Donald, what's going on? <laughs> he did. He tried to pull it off. What? Um, I was going to ask. Do you want me to? Yeah, we could do it again. No, I, okay, I got cool. no. Would you settle? I don't I'm give not, a rat's what, ass. I was trying to do it off air so weak. I want to hear more Very about subtle. this. Come on, swagging you down. Just waving a piece of paper. <laughs> I just, all I did was. 
guys. I think one spot is fine. No, I, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. We are good. All yes. right, good yep. talk. We're fine. Yep. What do you want? You, it's up to you, though, Brittany. If you yeah. want to do it again, Judd, I have to suffer through and you know working with you. But I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're good. Okay, yeah. we no, do have fine. to take a break. You're fine. All right, we, we do have good. to take a break though. <laughs> So we'll take a break so you guys decide what you want to do and get back to me. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contract consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and YZ to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, YZ, and Coon Rapids do things the right way. The Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 
All right, I got to ask everybody here because I've never. I love that song. It's a good song. But what the hell is a white wedding? What does that even mean? Um, I just imagine it being like a traditional wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah, I'll just say a traditional, very elegant, I feel like. Really? Yeah. And I think you feel like that song is being sarcastic about. Yeah. How come it can't be called a black wedding? Because the wedding dress is white, typically. No, it's got nothing to do with the dress. <laughs> I don't think it's a skin color thing. It's not like a group of white people. <laughs> it's just a mass marriage. I love torturing you. It's phenomenal. <laughs> torturing Tevin Pittman. I just love doing it. It's fantastic. Uh, apparently, if you look this up in americansongwriter.com, the meaning of it was that obviously a white wedding is one in which a bride is still a virgin. But in this case, Idol was being oh. sarcastic oh. since his girlfriend was far from her virginity. <laughs> so he was being sarcastic, but it, it has to do with you're, they're not pregnant. So it's a why does it or have no. to be a white wedding? Virgin, yeah. See, yeah. I made a good like, point for you. Right, but it's like white is like pure, like <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And black is what? Oh. Heavily tainted. Athletic? Oh, God. <laughs> he goes with athletic. <laughs> there it I is. I love that. That's a great idea, actually. Anyway, Judd Zolgad's with us, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking a little uh, sports action. We got a, we're a, got a very busy weekend coming up. As you already pointed out, there are three Twins games in town. The Wild are in town. That mm-hmm. game on Friday night, what time does it start? 8.30. It starts at 8.30? Well, it's a TV thing, too. and it is just drives me crazy. Oh, yes. they play tonight, it too? Yep. Yeah, game two is tonight. And Like, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I watched game one. Yeah. Big hockey guy now. Are you? Yep, yep. I'm all, I'm <laughs> all done with the guy. wild. Now, the reason I asked you about that is because I was actually invited to the game on Friday night. If I, and luckily, I I mean, it turned out to be luckily I couldn't go anyway, but if I had committed to going and found out that game doesn't even start till 8.30, Mm -hmm. whoa. And and well, really, it's an 8.50 puck drop because they they just say 8.30 and then it's like really 20 minutes after it starts. Are you going to get out of there before midnight? Uh, well, not if it goes into double overtime I, like game one. That's what I'm thinking. I'd have gotten home at about 3 in the morning, for Christ's sake. Yeah, because ga- game one, I think, ended um, on the dot, 1 a.m. Did it really? Yeah. Man, that's it late to be watching exactly hockey. One. Isn't that a little too late to be watching live sports? I mean, in, yeah. from the stands? Well, probably. E- well, even probably. Like watching the game, you could see that the Dallas fans were bailing early because there were a lot of empty oh, seats. They, oh, okay. So it's like it's just too late to be at the stadium. The only time it's not state hockey tournament. And you get the, does it run that late? Every now and again, well, I didn't know that. That one game that went like seven overtimes or whatever. Oh, was, yeah. I think oh, yeah. it was Duluth East versus Bloomington. Yep. It was like one forty-five a.m. when that game finally ended, and I watched every last second of it. And I, I think back in the day with the state <clears throat> hockey tournament, I think the final game of the day used to start at like 9 or 9-10. Nine, yeah. Now I think it starts at 8, so it's not as bad. Yeah, but, they, um, yeah they do the 6 and 8. Yeah, absolutely. And they're yeah. quicker, too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the thing about, Tom, uh, baseball, too, but the NBA and NHL, they stagger the start times, and they always end up treating us like the West Coast. Oh, Really? So, like, Dallas and Minnesota, last time I checked, are both in the central time zone, right? <laughs> yes, they are. But they're starting at 8.50, as Tevin said. Oh, God. That's late, man. I suppose yes. if you're 17 years old, it doesn't matter. No, oh, no. You're, you're like, yeah, started at midnight. I'll stay up. <laughs> I don't care. I'll stay up and watch it anyway. I'm good to go. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that is pretty late. So you got a, a wild game over in St. Paul. You got a Twins game over in Minneapolis. What else is yeah. going on Friday night? A lot of stuff. Wolves. 
The Wolves on Friday night as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. What the, what time does that start? You know what? I gotta look that up. That's a good question. <laughs> tonight starts. Parking. Tonight starts again at what nine? Uh, or yeah. Oh, <laughs> guess what, Tom? Eight thirty on Friday night. Oh, really? We buckets. So the Twins start at seven, or is it six thirty or seven? Uh, the Twins on Friday night start at seven ten. Seven ten. So there you go. The Wolves. Uh, Jesus. Across across the street, across literally the street, at eight yes. thirty. The Wild. 8.30, so yeah, it's going to be a uh, <laughs> be a late night. A late one. And Sunday, so at, at least on uh, Sunday, the Wild and Dallas, which play here again, which will be game four, start at, I believe, 5.30 our time. The Wolves on Sunday again start at 8.30. <laughs> on Sunday again? On yeah. a Sunday night? Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's thing is, you know, weird. a Friday night late start, Yeah, that's like, okay, that's not ideal probably, but still. It's a uh, it, it's a uh, going into a weekend, a Sunday night start. Monday you got to w- wake up, and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that the Wolves and Denver game one this past Sunday started at nine thirty. God, that is awfully late to be sitting at a sporting event. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. right? Especially to watch then the Wolves get blown out by thirty points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make true. it better. Started sure. like a matinee, and we'll get this over with. That's a good point. Although I got to be honest with you. I did like late starts back when I used to drink. I will tell you that. That was a whole different setup there, baby. Go get them, twins. <laughs> I was going to say, except it started, it started to, to get a little bit foggy around the 6th or 7th. What happened late in that game last night? I can't remember. Did I really lean over and go, don't make me come down there? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, Tommy got a little wound up when he used to drink at the games. There's no doubt about it. No question about it. It was cheap, too, Tom. It was very inexpensive. That's the thing is. It like that, That's the thing that you can't explain now. When a craft beer, I believe if I'm correct on this, a craft beer target field last year was something like $16. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> In your day, it was what? Uh, a butt or something for, for probably two bucks. I don't even think it was a, it was a buck and a half. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there it you was. go. And uh, I just said, just leave the whole case here because <laughs> you know what it was, Tom. It. <laughs> Quarter beer night in Cleveland. Oh God! Oh God! When the when the fans got so drunk that I believe yep. Cleveland had to forfeit the game. They did. What? They had That's to. All oh, the the fans went berserk. I'm coming over there. <laughs> what year was this? When was that? It was the, I think it was in the late 70s. Oh, my God. You know what I love about Cleveland as he's looking it up? The only place I've ever heard of, the river caught fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a true story. I'm not making it up. The yep. river caught on fire in Cleveland. How the hell's that even happened? It was Cleveland. It was Cleveland. That's how. That's very, very true. And is Cleveland the the day that Disco died? Is that was that in Cleveland too? I believe oh, so. Yeah. No, that was Chicago. Chicago. That was Chicago. I thought that was Chicago. It was. It was. Actually, it was actually ten cent beer night, and it was June fourth of nineteen seventy four. Oh god. Oh, ten cent beer. Yep. Oh my god. god what a bad idea. Yep. Many of the uh, attendees threw firecrackers, streaked across the playing field, and openly smoked marijuana. No. Mm-hmm. No, no, not that. Not weed. That's going too far. Mm-hmm. Was that the night my buddy blew up the disco records? <laughs> was that the same night? 
Uh, the night the disco died was Chicago, and I can't remember. I thought that was a little bit later. I thought that was more like around 79, wasn't it? That's probably about that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. I really miss Steve. Steve, uh, such a great guy. I first uh, started listening to him in Detroit, actually. He's, this is where he started. Ended up becoming a legend in Chicago for, God, how many years? Uh, he's still on the air. I think he's doing He's doing this kind of He's doing a podcast really? now, and he's doing really well, from what I understand. But what a talent. No question about it. And such a great idea. Oh, it was a great idea. Disco demolition is Disco one of the demolition. great... Like, it didn't work. I get it. It went awry, but what a great idea. <laughs> it was uh, 1979, July It 12th. was 79, mm-hmm. so there you go. Oh, the 70s. What man. a great so idea. So much though. good stuff. Steve Dahl, baby. <laughs> Steve Dahl. What a... One of my... Well, I, I will tell you, I literally patterned myself to, uh, after the Steve Dahl in Detroit. I absolutely did. You know, really? didn't steal his ideas or anything, but I went, he's got this attitude I really like, and I kind of borrowed that attitude when I got back into radio then. It was wonderful. Anyway, so what else has happened in sports? That's about it. Th- that's about it. Like, uh, you know, if the, the Wolves can please play a decent game, I think that's not too much to ask. Tevin's exactly right. You know, don't lose. Don't embarrass yourselves completely. L- lose by 10. Something respectable, right? Uh, Judd, since we're kind of moving off of uh, local sports, if you don't, I don't know if you cover MMA at all. I do not. Okay. Did you guys see that Jake Paul and Nate Diaz were going to fight? I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that. Well, I mean, it's boxing, right? They're not going to. Yes. Do that, but I still think Nate Diaz. He's like the type of person where you're not going to knock him out. Like he's not. You literally have to kill him to get him to stop fighting. And so I think that Jake Paul's probably in for a a rough go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just wondering because I was reading about it the other day. I follow a little bit of MMA. I like women's MMA. Uh, and the reason why is because every time I get done watching a women's MMA fight, whoever wins, I always think she's going to make a great mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was just wondering because I know you guys don't necessarily hit. Do you guys treat in the sports world? Do you treat MMA like pro wrestling where you're like, it's not really a sport? Oh, um, no, I think they're like no, they're bad. No, be- because because the difference there is it's real. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't get treated like that. Now, now Phil and, and Declan, who I work with at Score North. They absolutely adore wrestling, like yeah. they're old school wrestling guys. Uh, but yeah, I would never, I would never go up to an MMA competitor and say that's not really a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I respect you greatly. I have a lot of respect because sure. uh, they could, they could end me very, very quickly. Probably a flick of a finger. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't you expect MMA to get a lot bigger than it did? I mean, it kind of got really big, and then it kind of petered out after a while why did that happen you know for a guy who watches it i feel like it's too slick now oh okay well that would make sense the fighters are too good now there was a little bit of element when you first started watching it where it was like you had a sumo wrestler taking on a guy who who was like a karate guy (laughs) and there was this sort of element where you're like these guys didn't really know how to go after each other but now the fighters are so good, they're so powerful, and I think that's kind of why I enjoy women's MMA more to, than men's, is because the fights usually last a little bit longer, and it's not so violent of a knockout. That mm. is the one thing that, man, because you see a guy's head hit the mat, and then the guy jumps on him, then he hits him Ooh, again, you're like, Ugh. where women tend to, it's a little bit more, there's a little more finesse, and there's a little bit more street fight value to it, it, it at the same, simultaneously, I know it's weird to say that, but... 
compared to the men's MMA, it's it's too violent for me. Yeah, especially the like they get you'll see the guy get knocked out cold, and then there's like the one two oh, extra God. like oh, to that the face, would, I, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I have trouble watching that. I hate watching people just get hurt, like just phys. I just can't. Yeah. That just hurts my stomach. Yeah. How many times have you been beaten up? Honestly. Yes. Probably, I've been in a, a good amount of fights. <laughs> what a shock. Um, <laughs> good for you. I don't believe you. Well, I mean, I guess because oh, you're in the do. army. Like, oh, yeah. You could fight. But oh, like, yeah. And like we used across. to, in basic training, we'd have to get in like, like, every, like every week we'd get in a giant circle and they would just pit two people up against it. Really? Would, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can they still do that or is that I against the law? I doubt it. Oh, my God. Probably I doubt it. I bet, they, I bet they do. Cause you, really? If you're going into like the army, you're like going into a life or death situation, you got to be ready to but it was always yourself. it was always just a matter of how quickly you can get somebody in a chokehold. Like it was, right. you know what I mean? So it wasn't as like vicious like punch punch punch. It was like how quickly you can get somebody to tap out and then you do the next people. So And as you're standing in that circle, are you like, okay, let's like what's your are you like looking forward to it or are you like please don't pick me? I, like You know what I mean? It's so funny because nowadays I'd be like don't pick me, but you're right. Like back then it's like you, there's certain people you wanted to fight and not get in trouble. I remember there was one girl. She was, um, we were there to train for being medics, and she was prior service, and she picked on me all the time. Like that, you know, that ponytail isn't regulated, all these things. Oh, she was God. just super by the book, and I was just like, I can't wait. Like, I just remember being like, and then, of course, when the drill sergeants find out, they're like, all right. And I was so excited to fight her, and I just killed her. Like, just <laughs> killed her. And it was so <laughs> satisfying, you know? And it was like, oh, thank God. Okay. You got something to say? Oh, no, nope, go I ahead. I just want to ask a question of all four of you, and you get all five of us, actually, and you can't lie. Brittany, you ever been knocked out? Yeah. Okay. Judd? Uh, no, and the last fight I was in was grade school. But I did fight a lot in grade school. In my defense, <laughs> I was the biggest <laughs> kid, so I had to fight but the you... fights for my friends. But no, I, I was uh, not knocked out. Even keel. Rudy? Uh, nope, but many a times I deserved it. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. so, so far, you're the only one been knocked out. Devin? No, I've not, no. Never been knocked out? Nope. It means that I have got to have been knocked out, otherwise you're the lone wolf. Uh oh, I'm scared. But I actually was once. Thank God. I don't I, want to be the freak. I was knocked out one time in my life. And the weird thing about it is you're knocked out. And if you get knocked out by a punch to the face, yeah. you're out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just hop right back up, right? Yeah. So I remember waking up on the ground on my back going, I wonder if I should head to the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, do you remember? I mean, the time I really got it's hit true. hard, I was at the library. Do you remember the library, the bar? Oh, I thought oh, you meant sure. like a book no. library. <laughs> no, no, don't tell me I no. went to the library. Got my you didn't put the book back. Yeah, right. This is Dinky Town, the library. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, it was oh, yeah. kind of a wild. I mean, it was fun, and I got no. I. Uh, I just was just so I, – I thought I could fight any girl. Like, that mm -hmm. was a problem. So right. I would get in these – you know, if I got in an argument with a girl. Well, you should tell people you're, what, about 5'10"? 5'10", like yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, you're a tall woman with broad shoulders. Thank, thank you, Not like yes. manly shoulders, but, you know. I mean, it depends on the day um, and the outfit. <laughs> okay. But right. um, and I was arguing with this girl. I can't even remember about what. I'm sure I was – somebody stepped on somebody and it was became like whatever argument. And um, – she was pissed, and she was yelling at me, and then she goes away and comes back and gets back in my face, and I was like, okay, we're going to fight. And her boyfriend behind her 
punched me in the oh, face. Her boyfriend oh, did? Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh. God. And I down. I mean, down. And then it was so bad. It was like we had this, like, Mother's Day brunch the next day. And uh, earlier in the night, I'd been with my sister. And, like, then I, you know, branched off and went and went rowdy with all my friends. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we can't tell mom I got punched in the face. So we decided <laughs> We decided that like I told her I tripped down some steps. Oh. And there she, it was just like the Mother's Day thing. Where she's like, uh-huh, the whole day. Anytime she'd yeah. look at me, she'd just be like, go away. <laughs> but yeah, I got punched. So I was out. I was, and then like, you know, I'm getting up. And it was that same thought where I, everyone's like, yeah, let's rally. And I was like, I think I got to go home. I might have to head to the house. <laughs> I'm not sure. What I happened? Couldn't the- you have worked harder to come up with a better excuse, yeah. Brittany, than that I, I, I fell down the stairs it was such a dumb i mean i remember too being like oh yeah there there were these weird bleachers and i, tr- I tried to like add some truth to but I'm, I'm a bad liar i mean a terrible liar so it was like please don't press me mom and i just remember my mom was like i'm not gonna ask more questions like i refuse like just every time she'd look at me was just like <laughs> please no go to the other room and i'm like check it i remember i tried to put makeup on it but like it was it was bad yeah you know, the so, worst yeah. part of that whole deal, and I'm mm. not kidding. So I wake up on my back, yeah. I get up, and I go, yeah, I want to go home. They go, no, we're going to stay and eat a pizza. <laughs> so I had to sit like... there and eat a pizza with the a-hole that knocked me I out. Know. And this is pre-Uber, so I'm like, can we all get a cab? My friends are like, do we have to? I was like, you guys, I can like feel a pulse in my eyes. They're like, it's not that bad. And I'm like... I woke up and my friend Michelle was like, oh no, it was bad. Like it was bad. Did they arrest the guy? What happened? No, of course. I mean, like, because it was one of those things, I'm sure after they did it, they left and, you know, it was, it was a blur. I don't, I mean, after that, I don't even know if I could have picked him out of a lineup anyways, because I was sitting there arguing with her and my just, it was so bad. Yeah, that was a, and then you just kind of realize as you get a little older, you're like, what am I doing? Like, I can't even imagine right, right. now arguing with somebody yeah. or getting in a fight. That's why Tevin's laughing. It's like, I am not that person at all. So, yeah. So, so Tom, how were you in a fight gotten knocked out with a group of people who then got a pizza, including the guy who knocked you out? <laughs> yeah. I got to know more about this. Yeah, I think too. I was being a massive pain in the ass and he had had enough. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, like a friend of yours, though? Like, yeah, what, it was a friend was... of mine, yeah. He's dead now, unfortunately, but that has nothing to do with that night. He yeah. winks. <laughs> <laughs> You're a scary dude sometimes. Yeah, no, he... like, yeah. I took uh, care of that. I got the last laugh. Let me show you how smart I am. Uh, he was a friend of mine. It was actually a very close friend of mine, and he had just gotten back from Vietnam. So, good move, Tom. That's brilliant. Yeah, right. <laughs> really yeah. good thinking on yeah, that don't one. Don't pick on the guy that just went through like a, the most traumatic life <laughs> experience He's possible. like, I'm looking for somebody. Not a good but Oh, Judge, you have to get out soon? Uh, yes, soon. I thought so. But well, I, like now. I'm fine right now. So. Yep. Oh, you're fine right now. What time do you have to be out? I want to make sure. Uh, 45. That's going to... See, I love that one at times. So you can do that every day, 45. Or some days you have to be out for early. Some days it's some days it's forty. Some days it's it, it, it just depends if we're we're going to have uh, Patrick on. So and today we don't. So Royce's not on. Royce's not on. Royce's on with us on uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. God, I haven't seen Patrick in a long, long time. It's been forever. How's he doing? Is he good? He's doing fantastic. Yep, Glad he's still going. Yeah, Seventy-seven he's... and still writing like three or four columns a week. It's incredible. Now, he's a tremendous writer, too. You can't take that away from him. Oh, he's great. He's great. And and he is, uh, 
you and Patrick are probably two of the most knowledgeable Twins fans and like longtime oh, he, yeah, Twins fans really yep. in town. No, he is. He's really good. As a matter of fact, Sushre and Roycey are a great uh, place to start to talk about. Look, you don't have to agree to love somebody or get along with them because those two are very, very fond of each other. Yes. Uh, you got one who's pretty damn conservative and one who's pretty damn liberal, but they're the mm-hmm. best friends and they love one another. Why isn't that an example to some people? It's like, it can happen. We're good. I think it's because times have changed. <clears throat> I really do. It's sad, but if, if you think about um, the relationship of people like probably in the 60s, 70s, into the 80s, right, compared to yeah. now, yep. Um I feel like if people don't agree on politics now, it's almost an immediate deal breaker sometimes. Oh yeah. Or lots Absolutely. of times. I don't think when I don't think back in the day, as the kids like to say, I don't think that was the case. It I think not. people disagreed and they fought about it, but it ended at that. And now I feel like it's just like, well, screw you then. I know. It's like I don't ever want to talk to you again. What? We were really good friends. Calm down. Politics and religion are two things that I just don't go close to now because it's just no fun. Well, I, what I really like is through all of it, things are judged by how I benefit from them. So in other words, oh, you should be able to do whatever you want because then you'll vote for me and I'll make a lot more money. We should somehow outlaw that so you can't do that. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You, ugh, it's a nasty world, isn't it? Uh, yes, yes, and I... Unfortunately, I feel like at times it's definitely getting worse, not better. It should be improving. We should be more enlightened, and I feel like we're going backwards. I think you're absolutely right about that. We are going backwards. Everybody's, and again, we can certainly blame that on the written word and the national news channels. They are they drive us so far apart by yep. law. Well, look, we just a situation where Dominion just made uh, $787 million, and Rupert Murdoch paid him, and he doesn't really care because it's 6% of his net worth. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Well, and I love this now, you know, how Fox, I saw a Fox statement about how we, we hope the country can move on now. <laughs> yeah, there what you are you doing? You don't. You're Fox. <laughs> You're Fox News. You make money by the division. Well, they, they both do. That's CNN and Fox. They both just yep. sit and talk about how horrible each other are. And I think a big problem mean. is this, too. Um, for sports purposes, sports purposes, excuse me, Twitter and, and social platforms are great because I feel like it's oh, fun yeah. to fight about sports. But with social media platforms where people can hide behind no names, right? right? Yep. When it gets personal now, it gets just brutal. That's what I hear. I've been on social media in 11 years. I literally have not. I oh, think I went on yeah. a very, very brief period. I just, I can't, I cannot sit back and watch somebody write something that is a flat out lie and act like a tough guy. Because if you're acting like a tough guy, you're not a tough guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just how it is. All right, Buster, we're going to talk to you again tomorrow. You will indeed. Looking Hopefully the twins it. can score more than two runs in nine in Fenway Park. That would be good. If How does that better. sound? I would almost guarantee you a win today. Okay. All right. I'm almost guaranteed. Not right. quite guaranteed, but I'm almost there. All right. It's good. Sounds team. good. Thanks, Pally. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, Score North. Of course, works with Phil Mackey over there, having a great time. Good guys, don't you think?
Oh, yeah. yeah, I love Judd. They're great. Very, very nice people. We shall take a break, come right back and wrap this show up right after this. The warmer weather is just around the corner. I do promise. I'm not kidding. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf. As a matter of fact, I think I mentioned up that Catherine, when she gets back to town on Sunday, we've got to reach out to ProTurf because there's a little low-lying area on the side, kind of the back, back of our house. She wants to come out and... F- Level that out, do a couple of things, so ProTurf's going to be at the house. I haven't talked to him about it yet, but we're going to get it done. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes so they can get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe. That's very important. And guaranteed for superior results, also really important. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at ProfessionalTurf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography, imaging software, so you can check out how it all will work uh, in full color before the work even begins. ProTurf specializes in installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod for your landscape designs, plus installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, retaining walls and water features like ponds, streams, and rock fountains, and more. Check out their work at ProfessionalTurf.com. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks. Regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. 
You know what I'm talking about. Getting to the bottom of things. We got a lot of listener emails again. I love our listener emails. You're bringing them in by the bushel. Uh, me personally. Yes, you personally. They messaged me, not the show. For me now. Jeremy pretty much called you a sugar tit. Uh, oh, Kevin? No. Kevin's a sugar tit? You, Thomas Bernard. He wow. said, uh, third baseline, if it's sunny in 40, doesn't feel so bad, Tom. That's what he said. But sunny in 40? Yeah. All right. All right. Works for me. Sugar tit, though, huh? Corey, he didn't say sugar tit. I just translated that. Oh, yeah. you did translate. Yeah. Okay. Never like, mind. I took that and go, what? What yeah. is he really okay. What are yeah. the... Well, it's very clear now. Um, Corey Wolf, uh, he agrees with you. The weather is a complete disaster. <laughs> See? Nice balance. Uh, Tim agrees with Rudy about women being good fighters. He said that uh, women are better fighters, more heart in the fight instinctively because of the protection of their children. It's all mm-hmm. instinct. I don't think I'd like to fight Catherine. I wouldn't want to fight Catherine either. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and then uh, Christine wrote that the sports roundtable at the KSTP AM, AM was awesome with Suge. That was a great show. Was that a good one? Except for when Joe would go after me. Then it wasn't so <laughs> wonderful. I thought it was even better. We were like, oh. <laughs> it was, yes, it was even better. Your then. ears perk up. like. No, that was a great show. It was. And then um, Mike has an idea since uh, Rudy loves old logos. He was thinking that he should get, um, what about a tattoo of the Duluth Eskimos logo? But Rudy's on the phone, so we'll have to tell him. Why is he on the phone? What's he doing? I think he's getting a call from a listener. I don't think so. I think he's ordering heroin. <laughs> ordering heroin? <laughs> <laughs> I you was are, expecting pizza. Are, he is so <laughs> crazy today. Tom is a little what? crazy. Like, I, th- I thought you were going to say pizza as well. Call, uh, talking to a girl. Yep. Ordering. Like his daughter's on the phone. Like, just ordering he is, Rudy is like leaning back in like a very way that's like, I'm oh. I'm telling you, he's calling the heroin hut. He does look like he's about to do heroin. I'm he just going to say it. I don't even know if he does heroin, but he looks like it. He looks, I mean, he, he, just because he orders it doesn't mean he's going to do it. He's exactly, going to be very yeah. surprised when he listens back to this. <laughs> to oh, the show. maybe, maybe never. Uh, hey, Rudy, welcome back. Rudy. Rudy. You, ain't, you ain't going to like the next, the last five minutes um, of this show. Somebody <laughs> recommend that you got a tattoo of the Duluth Eskimos logo. Ooh, the, ooh that is an old school logo. Yeah. Is that why am I, am I not going to like them next five minutes? Um, are you yeah. guys talking well, about? So no, the last heroin. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Depends yeah. on what you were ordering on the phone. <laughs> Was it the big H? Be honest. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. He's ordering some heroin on the phone. That's why he's so even keeled. The- <laughs> Jesus. Uh, That's wonderful working around radio people because no matter what you do, you're going to get burned to the ground. Um, and then Gary wants us to have Joe uh, Souchere on the show, and we are actually working on that. Yeah, so. that's what I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go over and do their show. He's going to come over and do this one. Yeah. I, I think it's a great idea. This Love it. This whole thing started because, hey, Joe took a, he took a chance when he took that show, what, five, six years ago now? Is that about what it was? I think it was about five years ago, something yeah, like that. Yeah, Garage Logic, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, he took it over. He was one of the first. I mean, obviously, my family started a podcast 11 years ago. And then Joe said, hey, he, matter of fact, I did talk to him a little bit about it before he did it. Became very successful. And he opened the door, got to be honest with you, the guys at Score North, and he opened the door for me to come over here anyway. Yeah. So it works out. I think it worked out wonderfully. Right? Yeah, I've been <clears> listening <throat> to Garage Logic, and they're funny. They do a nice job. They do a nice job over Rookie and all the rest of those guys. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, TikTok can be runaway train of distress for people with mental illness. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I got to believe if you have 
a mental illness and you're going on social media, watching the news, and it must drive you crazy. Yeah, some of that stuff that's based on algorithms of like reflecting yeah. your already mood or what you're kind mm. of like piquing your interest, right. that can put you down a very unhealthy rabbit hole, you know, like that. If all of a sudden you're, you're somebody who's dealing with um, kind of like intrusive thoughts or something negative thoughts and you see something, like when I first had Margot, I was kind of, I was very anxious about baby, like sudden infant, infant death syndrome, things like that. And so if TikTok sees that you're watching these videos a little longer, they'll say, oh, we'll give her more of that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm on my TikTok, and it's just always like, baby died this way, baby. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. You know? oh, so yeah. it reflects kind of what you're going through. So if you are dealing with something like that, it'll it'll definitely exponentially yeah, make yeah. it worse. Yeah, right. you can't do that. And then, yeah, and then you get in your own, like, you're in your own head or your thing. Totally. Like, there's this... Pandemic going, epidemic going around where all these babies are dying. <laughs> no. and it's like, okay, it's not as many as it seems no. like because you're just now focused on like, Abs- hypersensitive to that. Absolutely. Don't you love having children, though. Having children is wonderful. You yeah. don't have any kids yet, do you? Nope. You're going to? Probably eventually, yeah. Oh, man. Kids are great. You yeah. love having a kid. Give me an example. You know, she's talking about, you know, go, go. And I talked to Rudy about her once in a while. It's a very, very nice story. First child, Andy. You're a good buddy, both of you. Mm-hmm. My son Andy, when he was about 13, 14, 15 months old, okay? So he could talk. Mm-hmm. That's, that's around, what, a year and a half, yeah, something you, like that? Yeah, you're kind of spitting out little <clears throat> fragmented sentences. Well, this was more than that. So yeah, well, Andy's, he was, right, Andy's different. Yeah, but he I, was still pooping his pants. So. Embarrassing. So, <laughs> Can't wait to throw that in his face. He was not much older, about 15 months old. But anyway... Uh, Catherine says, hey, would you do me a favor and go check on Andy? Because I haven't heard anything from there in a while. And I, I, I heard he was awake, but then I haven't heard anything in a while, right? Uh-huh. I opened his door, and he had uh, dropped a deuce, yep. took off his pants, and rubbed it all over the back wall Ugh. behind his crib. I just I love I it. I mean, it was rubbed everywhere. It's... I'm looking at it, and he's just standing there looking at me. And all of a sudden, after looking at me for about five seconds... He looks at me and says, son of a bitch. <laughs> I would have died. A little baby. Like. Swears at you. You're like, why did he spell red rum? <laughs> yeah, why didn't he? He spelled red rum on a wall. That is so, uh, did you just start laughing? Thing? Oh, God, yes. I mean, you can't not laugh at that. It's just pure chaos. And then oh, just yeah. like, What? Yeah, that's when you turn and you go into the other room and you go, Catherine, he was asking for you. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, we just burned the house down. Uh, we didn't even try to rub it off the wall. Oh, that, yeah, just... no, at that point, you're, that room is closed off. Actually, that house has been torn down now. I did drive by it a couple of years ago, and it's not there anymore. Aww. So it might be the poopy wall. That could have been it. Of Andy. There's no it question. Just set in. It. You, the resale <clears throat> value was just shot. No, for <laughs> tomorrow. The realtor's like, we have to disclose, <laughs> disclose. what happened in this room. <laughs> okay, I got something to tell you, and you can use this tomorrow. You can call in, but Rudy and Brittany are both going to be here. Mike Gelfan will be in studio tomorrow. That was the same house. I had a, a house party, and a bunch of North Stars came out. Sid Hartman was out there. All, Patrick Royce came to the party. Was it? It was a, just a nice house. Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, sounds, it sounds like a, a blast. blast. Right. Well, it was. I mean, the I whole know. Thing was just so. I mean, that to have to burn that house down. It's really unfortunate. But here's why I'm telling you the story. Mike Gelfand was at the party, <clears throat> right? 
and Mike had to leave a little early. He goes, Tom, I, you know, I'm not a big party guy anyway, but I got to get going. So uh, this is just before Christmas, a Christmas party. Uh-huh. Okay. So Mike grabs his coat, puts it on, leaves, and everything's wonderful. At the end of the evening, Catherine's uh, friend, Laura Jacobson, goes, Catherine, I, I, got, I got a problem. I can't find my coat. She goes, what do you mean? She goes, I can't, I don't, uh, my coat was in the closet. <laughs> no. Gelfan thought it was his and wore it home. <laughs> oh. He it wore didn't have a woman's... to end this way. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have to end this way. Very good. Oh. But honestly, God, he was so embarrassed. Oh, I'm sure he was mortified. did women's coats button from the other side back in those days? I don't know. Gelfan, I could see him doing this mistake so easily. <laughs> he'd put on mine, but he'd be swimming in it. Oh, yeah. Laura and he were about the same size. Oh, that's so that was, so the, the coat funny. fit very well. But he wore a woman's coat home and didn't even know he did it. That's so that's such funny. A that is Gelfan. For my be. wedding, he was like, um, he got, he's like, hey, I went off the registry for your wedding. And I was like, oh, oh sounds great. And he goes, I got you, I got you something. So, he, of course, it says something along the lines of like, um, here's something you can wear for the wedding night. And I kid you not, it was the thickest flannel I've ever seen in my life. It was like a good inch thick flannel. It was a nightgown that was all the way to my ankles, buttoned up to oh my, my chin. God. It was the, it was like a, a, a coat of armor made out of flannel and i was just like thank you so much he's like no problem like how many times have you worn said flannel i definitely had it on a couple times but it's so hot i don't in what world can you sleep in that i was like it's like a prison like but we i definitely rocked it a couple times and i was just it was so funny i mean that thing i feel like you could get shot and be fine and it is just thick Ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for another show god we only got thursday and friday left to go this week's blowing by don't you think? Yeah, especially I took off Monday, so I'm loving life. a disaster. Thank Total, you. Utter disaster. Welcome. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow.